have we started? We are recording, but we haven't started, started, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. But it's oh, like, I've, we haven't gone, we haven't gone start, I've just recorded because... What are you laughing at? I've, so I don't forget. <laughs> what you, oh, Stacey, what was that picture taken for? Oh, um, yeah, this is me at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, okay, all right, well, uh, should we press, should we go? Yeah, so... so Matt, are we going to sort of shit cut it about quarter past 11, half past 11? It's just I've got a... Um, I've got to do some shit this new coffee machine we've got. Yeah, man. Okay. We'll All right. on them. Yeah, we'll crack on. Okay, here we go. Welcome to uh, another fucking episode. So, what we thought we'd talk about today. Um, in fact, we're going we're to let Ben start because uh, he's had to think about it. And if you've been following Ben's post, you'll sort of get an idea about what, where we're going to go today. But we're going to be very careful about the way we talk about it because we don't want to come across as complete cunts. But, uh, yeah, have a listen. Everyone okay? Everyone good to start? Yeah, 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 we're good. Right. We're good. <laughs> okay, mate. So if, you, if you want to sort of lead up with, with what we were just talking about before we started, then, I know we can go on to where we're going after we've discussed that. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so... <laughs> um, all three of us, all three companies have been involved in some way of supporting new companies setting up, using our experiences to help new companies get off the ground uh, and launch. Now, we've all seen a massive rise in veteran-owned companies, which is mega. However, the emphasis on veteran as opposed to a company is starting to take the piss. Um, and what I mean by that is there's a million and one companies out there that are doing really well and they're original and they're thinking differently. They're, um, they're coming up with uh, new business models, uh, venturing into different markets. And a lot of their business models are based on something that's relatable to those people who are starting those businesses up, whether it's an interest a skill set, uh, a former past, former career, or even just the area or, or the environment they live in. But what we're seeing now is just a carbon copy and paste, right? I'm going to set up a coffee company. I'm going to set up a t-shirt company and I'm going to call it always something or other, or I'm going to call it some <laughs> freaking tactical <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. And, yeah. and the point we, we made on the post the other day was the fact that, you know, I made a bit of a joke there saying that the furthest you've been down range is probably a 25 meter range on camp. Um, now, that was a bit of a joke. Um, but I'm, what I'm not getting at is that I'm not saying that if you're not SF, you're not a paratrooper, Royal Marine, then you have no right to be in the veteran business world and you can't talk about soldiering. Far from it. What we're saying is people need to be proud of where they actually come from. They need to be honest about their backgrounds if they're using it as part of the substance to sell their brand. Yeah. So if you come from whatever background, whether you're a medic or you're a door kicker, whatever it is, be proud of exactly what you are. The medic world is amazing. It's a life skill. 
This is something you can bring into every day, all walks of life. It's a pretty epic thing. There's people come from local infantry regiments, um, line units, etc. They've all had amazing tours. They've done some amazing things. Um, be proud about that. But all we ever see is everyone calling themselves an operator. All we ever see is like pictures of people jumping out of fucking airplanes and doing all these alley shit. Everyone's got alley stories. Everyone's got alleyness in their own right. You don't need to do a copy and paste SF, you know, literally um, ripping off contact coffee, for example, or ripping off HR, ripping off Sinead's Guild, ripping off. You don't need to do that. Be original. Think outside the box. I've got friends of mine who uh, they're into surfing. They set up a coffee company. Their coffee company has fuck all to do with the military. Their coffee company is because they love uh, VW camper vans and they love surfing. So they've set up a small little coffee uh, thing in the back of their VW camper van to provide coffee to people down on the beach. Brilliant. I mean, the fact that they come from an SF background or whatever their background is has no relevance to the business. They've literally created their business around the things that they love and they, lo- and they like to enjoy. And because they do that, goes back to the word I've used before, substance. The business has substance. But I've seen now recently um, uh, a couple of people got in touch with me which is cool, asking for some, some advice. Say, look, hey, Ben, uh, see you uh, involved in a lot of other companies, American companies, et cetera, and British companies, asking for a bit of advice on how to set a company up. The first thing I say every time is be original. What is your, you know, what is your unique selling point? What is your market? And what is your business? Make sure it's original. And all I get is, yeah, Roger, And then all they do is they go and cut and paste contact coffee or they go and cut and paste and eat skilled. And um, it lacks any substance, lacks any originality. And actually have a look at the person who's actually doing this company. They've never been further from the range or even a two-way range <laughs> in their fucking lives. Fuck it up. Yeah. So anyway, that's my rant. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> what, what I'd like to see, and I want to get involved in, is I want to help more people start up companies, and I want to help more people get involved in doing something they really love. But I want people to be original. And the problem we found is the people who are unoriginal, they're so thick-skinned that they don't realise... <laughs> that all they're doing is ripping people off and they think they've got something unique. They haven't. So you can tell them a million times, we could repeat this conversation a million times and we'll never get through to them. But I would say to anyone who's starting a new business, be original, find a unique market or find a gap in a market and then go that way and actually enjoy opening and setting up a business. There endeth. <laughs> See, okay, that's funny about this. Me, me and you might as, well, might as well just fuck off, now. I know. <laughs> See you next week. You, you knew it was getting serious when he stood up and started walking yeah. around the patient. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I a- you, you, you get, I mean, look, 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 you know, 
you know, for you guys at Contact Coffee, you know, uh, you, you just sort of um, probably, for a better word, come out. <laughs> um, you, you know, so I know these sort of things kind of piss you off. I know, Gaz, same as you, you know, you, you release a new T-shirt, a new design, and straight away there's some creature who we know was shit in the reg anyway just ripping you off uh, straight away. Um, you know, it, it just kind of breaks me, mate. You know, that's so... I just, I just think I, I want so many more people to start businesses. I want so many more people to get involved, but I want people to be honest about what they're doing because the thing that's pissing me off is that every single one of these, if you go on any of these posts or, or on social media, 10% to veteran mental health charities, fuck off. You know, straight away they say, because we're helping mental health, obviously we're doing a good thing. Yeah, we're all veterans doing bullshit. You're about scamming money off good, honest people. You're about scamming money off the public who really want to invest into veteran-owned companies. And instead, you're just a fucking bluffer. You know, so anyway, that's, that's, that's me. Go on, mate. Sorry, bro. But no, but the thing is, it's like, <laughs> like as, as always with these things, the people who are listening to this, like, uh, they they know this. You know what I mean? There's people who they've seen patterns of behaviour and they're like, oh, that looks a bit familiar, or they they have their own suspicions that someone's not Jen. Um, yeah, the, the the public know this anyway, really. But it's just it's just good to talk about it now. I know from like it's very hard when you start to do something original, and we all have been inspired by people. I know when I started anyway. Um, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I sort of knew an idea about what I wanted to do, but this has been going in the US for you know five years prior to me starting. So I was all over Black Rifle Coffee. I watched what Black Rifle Coffee did. Um, Evan Hayford used to, and my best and all that. Like they they used to run that. Was it Black Hearted Podcast where they spoke about how to do your business? You were on there, Ben, when you were in shop. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you know, I was inspired and I listened to that. You know, that's not the same thing as ripping somebody off. You know, you can, I suppose the closest thing in the US to Cities Guild is Pipeitters Union. They've been around way longer than me. Similar sort of thing. Not quite, but, you know, you could say that I've ripped them off in a way. And I suppose, you know, there's similarities there. But there wasn't anything like that in the UK. That's kind of the, the point I would say. I mean, um, but yeah, like we're really not saying we're trying not to be dicks here. We're, we're not saying don't do this stuff. Do this stuff because it's mega. Running your own business is fucking hard, but it's worth it. But like exactly like Ben says, if all service is valid, if you're going to like you shouldn't. Shouldn't have to stand on your "I was a veteran" thing. Oh, I was a, I'm a veteran of whatever, and now you should support me because of this. That's not the same thing. There should be sure business should be good. Apart from that, but if you are going to stand on it, use your own service. You know what I mean? Use it. It's all fucking valid. You know, you're setting yourself up to fail if you're selling a lie. Um, I think you will always have in the back of your head that. The wrong person's going to see you, what someone said, and is going to call you out. You'll always have that. That's why, I like, I'm a turd. That's why I don't talk about what I did in the army, because I was fucking the most average bloke in the world. I was in, you know, I've, I've done some stuff, but so have we all. 
We don't fucking stand on it. We've all got fuck ups that can come out of the closet. You know what I mean? That's a human thing. <laughs> but if you if you lie and make yourself out to be something you're not, you're just going to be panicking all the time that you're going to get called out. You know, everyone's original in some way. So fucking sell that. Come back to in- integrity, doesn't it? Really, which is yeah. I think definitely well, originality and integrity is massive with stuff like this. I think we we were the same as you guys. We obviously saw Black Rifle I thought it was pretty cool I think they'd only actually been going about two years um, yeah. then sort of did our research really looked into it and to be honest was quite shocked it was like fucking hell there's not there's no other like English version of this mm-hmm. um, and again I don't think I think it was just as we were setting up like we got, when I got, first got chatting to Ben I think Ben was just setting up at the same time um, but yeah there was nothing there was nothing there so in theory, I know people say, "Oh, you know, you're ripping off Black Rifle." Well, no, they were the inspiration. Yeah. We're but they knew about version. you, though. Yeah. They knew yeah. about you. We were their yeah. first ever dealer. HR4K was the first ever dealer for Black Rifle Coffee. And when I met up with Evan in 2016, he said, "Oh, have you heard of Contact Coffee?" And I was like, "I have." He was like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm just wondering if, uh, what they like. You know? And I was just like, <laughs> I was like this is kind of cool. Right? This is, yeah, this is, it is cool. This is, uh, but yeah, yeah, they're the inspiration to me as well. I mean, um, yeah. I'm, but I'm not an American. I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, doing Matt Best videos. I'm not that sort of person. Um, yeah. And I'm not the sort of person like Evan, you know, that isn't, I'm British. I'm very different to that. So, but I'm certainly inspired. Now, you're completely right. I think it is about, and Contact Coffee, you, I've said to you guys from the start, I've always wanted to work with Contact Coffee in some uh, some forms, some successful ways, some unsuccessful ways, as we both know. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, I, I've, I've dug out blind because Contact Coffee is an inspiration to HR4K because the stuff that you guys do with your social media, how you know how to uh, do your SEO stuff and everything else, it's... It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. This isn't obviously about uh, you know sucking each other off and throwing smoke up each other's asses in, in this still uh, dodgy not to, not today. Uh, uh, Mars bar circle <laughs> that we've got going on here. But the the point is, um, I suppose to reiterate, Gaz is is to is to find influence in other people, um, but be original and find something that's unique to yourself instead of just ripping people off, because. You know, we've all started from nothing. We've all worked our, our parts, our tits off, you know, to to get where we are. And now they do say that, um, what's it called? Uh, mimicry is the highest form of flattery or some something like that, which is, mm-hmm. I get that. But it's also pisses me off um yeah okay <laughs> it's true. it's great it's great to have people at your heels and it's great to be uh to being chased um because it keeps driving you forward and you know most of these people do lack any originality so you know for well as long as you're going forward you're probably doing something new um and these people only rip you off but um you know find inspiration in people find inspiration in companies but, but cut your own path. Yeah. I mean, like going back to like this sort of originality and integrity, I mean, again, going back to sort of Black Rifle, the stuff that they do works for them because they're, they're in the States. You can fucking buy a gun in Tesco. Do you know what I mean? Their, their sort of, uh, the CV sort of view on military is a lot more patriotic than it is over here. So that's why we don't, like, people always send us videos like, 
back my says, oh, you need to do this, you need to get a fucking helo and shoot out the side of it and stuff like that. It's like, mate, fucking British, mate. Literally, you get the most alley thing you could do on a weekly basis go down 25-minute range. Like, you can't just yeah. cut about, like, blowing fucking shit up. And if we were to do that, people would look at us and be like, fucking hell, mate. So, I mean... <laughs> He's just ripping them off, and yeah, yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't work for like the UK market. That's why we brand ourselves yeah. differently because what works in the states doesn't work over here. And that's when you see other people that are sort of carbon copies of all three of us, and they're sort of trying they're like trying to be this sort of ex SF veteran bearded gun lord. When it doesn't it doesn't work, <laughs> you're not like that. You're British. Do you know what I mean? You go down the pub yeah. on a fucking Friday. You don't go shooting and like fucking hunting deers in the way you just don't do that and it's fucking so obvious that that's not them that's not what they do yeah. so I think like just that originality and don't try and be someone you're not like Ben mentioned it earlier sort of people can see through it be, be proud of what your past is like we know what we've done you know what you've done but we don't make out like we're someone else no we don't openly say like this is what we do this is what we've done but we don't try and be someone that we're not if that totally. makes sense mega cryptic but yeah <laughs> no I, mean, I, 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 I don't know if you guys are the same but I mean I would I would honestly say anyone listening to this you know re- reach out to HR4K I, obviously I can't speak on behalf of you guys because we, no, we, you know, we're doing this pretty much live yeah, um, but <laughs> but if, if you're looking to start a, com- start a company and you've got some ideas you know give us a shout and you know there's enough resources and networks between us all that we can help people out and we want to help people I 100% that's why we do the veteran business days and we do these other bits and pieces reach out to us get in touch and say like i've got a business idea this is what i'm trying to do have you got any advice absolutely um just uh just you know just don't rip people off you know that's cool i think those business days are, are good um and again a lot learn from my sort of mistakes and stuff i mean even if we have a chat one day about sort of how we run things and stuff that could be quite a good one but i think yeah just the business day is a good one to come down to Definitely, we definitely learn a lot coming down, meeting yourselves, and the way you sort of run your businesses, and you learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're very different. Um, Sorry, go on, go on, Ben. No, not at all. As saying that, you know, the, the three of us are very different in the way we do it. Um, the way Contact Coffee uh, run their business, if you don't mind me saying, is is it's for, it's quite straight. It's it's very analytic based. It's Royal. it's you know going down to the details. Yeah, and um, you know the the way you do, you're very precise about the way you want things done. The way you do bits and pieces, Gaz. Uh, you know the way your brand is, the way it looks. And then for HR 4K, it's basically like, let's just keep fucking going. <laughs> let's, let's, let's see, let's, you know, uh, what are we going to do next week? I don't know. Let's just get a bike meet. Uh, what are you doing? What we'll, we'll be doing? Fucking this Saturday, an open mic. Uh, can we make any money off it? Uh, probably not. Just, let's just see what... That you know, works so- for you, though, because of you. That works for you because of yeah. your personality. And you can just make that happen because that's what you're like. Yeah. It works for you. I mean, if we, if we did something like that, we are like, right, we're going to do fucking bike meet. First thing that me and Nick would look at each other going, right, we need to fucking buy a bike. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, where should we do it? Fucking, I don't know. Let's, let's see if we could do it at HR4K and then pretty much just hand it over to you because that's what I mean. Like, cause, It'd be a lovely spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and a minute to Yeah, we look at, like, say, HR4K and Sinitas, it's that sort of certain brand that, that's sort of what you're into, like, sort of like the, like the sort of 
rock and roll and like motorbikes and I know you're both into that but like me and Nick aren't do you know what I mean I mean I'll cycle a fucking pedal bike and wear Lycra do you know what I mean I'm not but we're not going to pretend to be all motorbikes fucking mm. cool sort of because that's not us and I think people will just see straight for us so we yeah, we yeah. leave that we'll leave we leave that to you too because <laughs> that's not us do you know what I mean but so we're not going to pretend to be someone that we're not what well, I find really interesting, me and Gaz are like, what, what? <laughs> oh, oh, scrunkies. Yeah. Go on, mate. Yeah, no, what I find interesting is Don't. talking about seeing stuff in the US and then seeing it over here. Um, well, I remember this sort of stage we're at in this, like, community of veteran sort of businesses development in the UK. Like, I remember listening back to podcasts that uh, fucking Black Rifle did. They got on the um, drinking bros. I remember listening back to them talking about exactly the same things that we're talking about now. It's obviously just a stage of development of the community where, and they weren't being dicks about it. They were just saying exactly what we were doing. We saying, oh, have you seen so-and-so? Yeah, that's my shirt. We've, we made that. Oh, that looks remarkably similar to this, doesn't it? Or, you know, people talking about, like you mentioned there, said, send us a DM, ask us questions about how to do things. Now, that's that's fine, and yes, we do want to help people. But there's a like I always say on my solo ones I've done. There's a difference between going, uh, "Have you found this?" or "Do you think this is a good idea?" There's a difference between that and there's a difference and going, "How exactly do you do that? Who are your suppliers? Um, do you yeah. use this program? I, this program's Amazing. not working. What do I do now?" Now, I remember Evan Hafer talking about exactly the same things with just people not willing to do any work themselves. They just want things on a plate. And the reason that I think we've done okay is because we haven't had things on a plate. There was no one really in the UK to ask because we were kind of the first little you know, group. So we just fucking pulled it out of our arse and we're better for it. Yeah. That's one thing that does sort of annoy me because, especially you know as well, guys, when you're trying to get a product, you have the idea to finally get it. It's just a fucking yeah. mess. So it's admin trying to find the supplier, admin doing two and fro in, trying to work out color schemes, the actual product, the prices, getting a decent price break, all this yeah. sort of stuff. So something can take literally from getting the idea to getting it on stock and be like three, four months, and then you yeah. see someone three weeks later being the same product out and go, "Oh look, we've got this," and I'm just like, yeah. I've done all the fucking hard work for that put all that in place yeah it is frustrating but then again it's like at least I know we know that we were the first ones to do this and then everyone else has sort of followed suit but yeah. I think our customers a lot of people know between like all the fucking charity dog walk requests a lot of them are screenshots <laughs> of other companies going fucking hell have you seen these chances yeah I think, everyone's I, mean. on board. I think we're not really preaching to like fucking people that aren't aware no but people like to hear there's like People, people think exactly the same as we do. People are stupid. They know they do know this, but they like to hear us saying it because it's like, <laughs> yeah, we, we're all in the same fucking boat here. We all know, you know. Um, are we are we done ranting? Should we talk about something else? Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the overuse of alliness. Go on, rant mark two. Okay, so okay, so. Um, <laughs> yesterday I had a good friend of mine that I was in two power with who, who then went to Essamistry um, I'll call him only by the name Jay came in yesterday and we we, uh, we, we talked about 
the overuse of the term alley. Now, uh, I may get my facts wrong here, but I believe the term alley came from during the Aden uh, uh, period. And it was a word used by the locals to say that the airborne forces at the time looked different to other troops that were out on the ground. That's the story I know. Um, yeah, that's the story. That's what is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if Ali is short for another word or whatever, but it was basically a term to say. And it was certain things like the way um, the blokes shaped the berries at the time uh, to give them a bit of almost like a peak for protection from the sun and the way they conducted and held themselves. Now, uh, me and Jay were sort of talking yesterday um, and we were trying to work out and sort of define what Ali is. And he said... Essentially, it's about functionality, not necessarily the look. So, Ali, I'll start off by this. If you call your company or yourself Ali, I would argue you're not, right? Because if you've got to describe it as Ali, right, or Aliness or whatever, I'd argue you're probably Webster's, right? So let's just let's just put that out there, right? So. Ali is about ergonomics. It's about ensuring that you've done or you've done something for a reason to make it easier to operate, to soldier, to whatever. So everything that we did, if you think of the time that you and I joined uh, Gaz back in sort of the 90s where uh, it was PLC with a bit of 58 pattern in there um, and then the transition from there to MTP multicam etc so we would always use bits of kit and it wouldn't necessarily because that's the best uh, it's because it all looks the same no offence Royal it isn't because it all looks the same it was because actually there was a reason why we did that so the reason why we had a link wrapped round, wrapped round us is so we could actually access the link or more importantly the person behind me can access the link so we can get on the gun the reason why my link was in my pouches in a certain way is so it could be drawn out of my pouches without getting entangled the reason why my water bottle was probably put into my pouch upside down is so it doesn't frost i can still get into it and the reason why my water bottle was on my left side is so i could still keep my weapon system in my hand so i could still get it so all of these different things uh was done for that reason the reason why i had a pistol on my hip instead of on my plate carrier in some circumstances is if i took my plate carrier off i could still have access to my pistol etc so alliness was a byproduct of good ergonomics that's what i'm saying now, the other side of it is where you saw people who assumed alliness because they'd seen it on TV. They'd seen it. And what they did is they just looked like a bag of shit. Having rips in your clothes is not alley. <laughs> Having sewn up clothing, right, properly done, is alley. If you have green tape on your kit afterwards, then you've got bad admin. The reason why you have green tape on your kit is because you're in the field and you haven't had a chance to sew it up. So alliness is also about admin and it's about conducting yourself and all yourself. Going back to the point we said earlier, alliness with a smog 
You don't have a big baggy smock. You look like a bag of shit. You have a smock long enough that you can still run. You have a, uh, you have a windproof that's long enough that keeps you warm, maybe tucked up royal. Uh, it keeps you warm, but you're not going to sit, you're not going to sit down and get it soaking wet. You know, so I saw one bloke once, right? This is his idea of Ali. He sewed, he sewed Gore-Tex trouser bottoms to uh, basically cut off the bottom of his Gore-Tex trousers below the knee and sewed them to his jungles. Oh and he said, this is, he said, this is Ali as fuck. It means that I can cut around and my trousers don't get wet. Fucking hell. I was like, God. fucking legend. So, so anyway, this, this is a bad example. But the point, point is, overuse, overuse of the term Ali is basically people who often aren't fucking Ali. Agreed. They're in the second lesson. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think for me, Ali, Ali is a word. Obviously, it's a pocket, it's a reg word. Obviously, every screw in the book has taken this now. Um, but like, for me, it's dead. Scrim on helmets is dead. It's all fucking dead because fucking Scream has killed it. All these people you're talking about, they killed it for me. Like, I'm not interested at all in it. Um, obviously, I do still say Ali, but obviously Ali, is, is, Ali can mean many things. It's exactly what you're, the basis is exactly what you're talking about, Ben. It's but, a descriptive word as well. Yeah, we have like, oh, it can be, you know, yeah, good, cool, whatever. Like, you tell me, oh yeah, I've got a, a new product out. I go, oh yeah, cool, Ali. Because that's just, you know, it's it's in phrases, but yeah, the fucking as always, Bellends kill good things. Can we, uh, Gaz? Let's let's hear from let's hear from Luke. The equivalent of of Ali to a royal is Gucci. Yeah, I don't please, know please explain Gucci. I don't know if it's like the equivalent though. It's sort of a bit different. Do you know what I mean, I mean, I, like, um, yeah, maybe right. I wasn't aware of Ali until. I mean, in the core, you, I know we spoke about it before, but... You're not aware of the alley. Yeah, you're just like, the core's the only thing, anyone in the army, whether you've just got these blinkers on, you are the all and end all. And then, especially the cores, that you don't actually work with that many, like, sort of other units, especially army. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't really... We didn't, you'd get the odd person turn up on an exercise, and everyone would just fucking stare at them and be like... Why hasn't he got a girder on his fucking belt? Like, why is his, <laughs> why is his fucking jacket, like, by his knees? It makes no sense, because if you put something down there, it's going to fall out. Do you know what I mean? It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> blew your mind. Absolutely fucking blew your mind. But then, further on in your career, when you actually start, like, working with other sort of units and that, you actually go, fucking hell, like... Some of the army works are fucking hoofing. Again, hoofing, different word. But... And then that's when you get introduced to, obviously, all the, the different lingo and stuff. But I think... <laughs> Literally, Gucci is just something either new or not pusses. And that's as simple as that. And then if someone does something like that, he's quite cool. Like, it's probably borderline, like you would say, Zale. You probably would say it's Gucci. But I think the Gucci is more, a bit more for like a kit and something that's not pusses. I mean, Bootnet love pusses kit. And then you don't, again, you don't realize until you work with the army that, it, like, working with the parrots, they're all, they're all different. They're all, everyone's got a different day. So like, they've all got their own little things. Everything's yeah. different. It's all tailored to that personal bloke. You go into a troop in the core and everyone's the fucking same. I remember yeah. like the first exercise we went on uh, for a few months and we were literally told that everyone, our troop has to have the same webbing. Everything has to be in the same place. That's how it's going to be. Everyone's got to be uniform. It fucking looks apart. It's a bollocks. I fucking yeah. kill myself. But then it doesn't, yeah. But then at the time, like, ah, yeah, who think we all the same? Let's fucking yeah. look, mega, look mega professional. But then 
you work with like the army lads and they're like, well, that doesn't work for me. I want that there. I want this here. And that makes sense. But yeah, I think pitch is literally more, more for like, if it's new, shiny, and it's not pusses, as opposed to saying, I'm a Gucci bloke. Yeah, there's an, there's an absolute reason for for issue tissue, fucking you know pluses, whatever you want to call it. There isn't uh, you know G10 for men. There's an absolute reason for all of those great terms, and that's because obviously there is a CQs chain um, that needs to resupp- resupply you in the field. And if you're wearing something that isn't issued, um, and certain part of that breaks, how are you going to replace that bit of kit in the field? get that uh, you know and, and Raw are very good at that I mean the whole point of what Raw were trying to achieve is you know uh, a streamline logistics chain etc yeah, um, yeah and and then also uh, I know we tried it uh, in the regiment for a few times we go on the ground and make sure everyone had like their med kit in a certain place so actually if someone went down then you knew full well where that med kit was going to be but the problem is every operation, every job is completely different and every role is also different. So one day you're doing this and then you're doing that. Um, so you change it. Um, I think once you know your team, then you knew where each person keeps their bit of kit. Um, obviously, when you're running a, a larger organization, you need a bit more uniformity. So actually, you need, every, you know, it's easier to manage when you've got all those people. Um, yeah, you're right as well, Gaz. I think, um, you know, Scrim uh, kind of ruined it. Um, also, I think the, the overuse of the term and calling anything Ali has kind of ruined it. I'd also want to go back to kind of almost what we said earlier. Just because you're not airborne doesn't mean you can't be Ali. That's not what we're saying either. Um, there are some very Ali people in different organisations and they, they absolutely hold themselves really well. It's just know the difference between looking like a bag of shit <laughs> and actually being a bit Webster's and then trying to call it Alec. Okay. You, know, you can't polish a turd. Yeah, it seems it's to be like, like is people sort of, if you look like a bag of shit, then, I mean, you went, you went mentioned it a while ago, didn't you, when we were on about a bloke cutting around Bastion? Uh, that was sort of told to sort of look like a bag of shit and then made an example of. Because he sort of, he wasn't like a typical bootneck fucking tucked in fucking trouser twists fucking sort of that because well, he was a bit a bit raw a bit rough around the edges I was like oh he's fucking Ali he looks apart <clears throat> but yeah now see, it'd be interesting to see what other people who've listened to this come back with again you know I suppose they're rants maybe but they're also trying to get a point out there um, you know uh, and kind of bring it back down a level maybe and just kind of understand it and instead of running away with those those terms and those words and then obviously fucking filtering them out or, or um, uh, you know it'd be nice to hear from other people see what they think what they think to uh, to the words alley well I'll see I'll try and work out a way of putting the uh, I use like the Insta stories to put some responses on maybe do something like that so we can have it we'd have a bit of public feedback um okay you've got about five minutes left haven't you luke so should we do the our general what's everyone got coming up or anything like that happy with that okay well i'll do one okay so the um React disaster response shirts that we did. Uh, I massively underestimated 
the desire for them and they sold out in about two hours. Some sizes sold out in three minutes. It's a fucking joke. That's Ali. So, yeah. That's Ali. So that's my, that's my error. <laughs> well I done, Luke. Nice, nice. nice I for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not Gucci, but that's Ali. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're reordered. They're going to be back in uh, around the end of this month, I would think. Um, there's also going to be hoodies. They're coming. People ask for them. So they're going to come probably around the end of the month as well. The only other thing is the um, Parachute Infantry Regiment, the 508 shirts that we did that were on a pre-order like fucking over a month ago now. Um, they should, we thought they'd be ready by now. Our printers taking longer than normal because of fucking COVID and everyone's, everyone's dead in his, uh, in his printers. So they're taking a bit longer. So I understand people have been waiting for them, but please as per the product description, patience, they will come. Hopefully they'll be getting sent out next week. Fucking don't quote me. If you got anyone's got any problems with that or any, you know, addresses that need to be changed, anything like that, come back to me and uh, we'll get that fixed. Uh, that's what I've got, I think. Anyone else? Um, yeah, we've got um, the cycling rig, Lycra. Which is tight, is right. Uh, that's going to be closed on Sunday, so that's a pre order. Uh, so once it's gone, it's sort of gone. Uh, but that's been quite popular, and we've been, been asked quite a lot to do the, um, the mountain biking stuff, which I'm sure you two have as well. Uh, yeah. so that's no, no, that's, probably, that'd be mega mate. Yeah, so that's something that we're probably looking at for the next sort of pre order. So um, just trying to look into that at the minute. Uh, club's still ongoing, got some good numbers of that now, and got some really good coffees coming in for the next few months. That's going to be big. And then we're potentially rolling out uh, Charlie One Wagon in the next few weeks, uh, as handed over by Ben uh, at the Royal Artillery in Salisbury for a strongman competition. So that'll be good. Have a decent shakeout. Uh, I think Ben, cool. I think you're attending that as well. Shake on shakeout, by the sounds of it, isn't it? Ali. <laughs> General, it is as well. Yeah. That is Ali. Uh, yeah, it'd be good, mate. Uh, we're going to support you with that. Um, uh, be good to see you and be good to like um, kind of spread the word around in the Aysbury area for the stuff that well the three of us are doing at the um, HR4K shop what are we doing uh, we're opening up in Colchester soon uh, dates uh, to be released and the location I'm mega chuffed about that uh, that's almost going home for me I spent 10 years of my career in uh, Colchester with two parent pathfinders um, so it's good to go back there and also I've got a uh, lot of city mates Mm-hmm. over there uh, we're doing that with the Colchester Fitness Club um, what else are we doing we've got a couple of products uh, releasing soon we've got um, check shirts which has taken us absolutely ages to get one that's fitted and, and fits right and, and everything else with the little labels um, so we're going to do a bit of a winter collection um, again going back to the points we talked about earlier by working together with other people this is something that we've learned off sort of contact coffee and also Cynics Guild on how to sort of prep ourselves early and realise that actually by the time we've worked on these products and got the samples back and backwards and forwards and bits and pieces are getting tailored, it actually really eats into time. Before you know it, you're already into uh, whatever season you're trying to release that product. Um, so we've got them. We've got some uh, beanies that I've put on my uh, social media feed that we really like, uh, a, lot, a lot of the ones there for the ladies and gents. Um, so we've got some beanies. We've got these check shirts. Uh, we're working on something pretty sweet for next year. Nothing necessarily overly original, but it's a pretty sweet product. And then we finally got um, 
our ammo tin uh, goodie boxes that are coming ready for Christmas. Uh, a real ammo tin, all branded up HR4K, a black ammo tin, and inside there be an absolute bundle of uh, goodness uh, for gifts for everyone in the family. That's us. Sweet. Winner. Okay. Well, let's, um, let's go and do some work. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll speak to you as always says, in about fucking says, <laughs> says, uh, says three blokes all sat in their own in their own offices uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a fucking winner yeah. right. All right. I'm off hey, hey good to see you guys take care of yourselves have a good day all the best all right, all right. All right.